0: Right here, right now. And the Packers are going to the NFC Championship game! Hi, I'm your host, Ben Kurkowski, and something that I didn't really want to believe could happen, happened in the Packers' loss to the Lions on Sunday. And I know this podcast is coming late this week. It is Thursday as I'm recording this right now. I've been sick the last two and a half days. Pretty bad, had a really bad fever, so uh, sorry about that. Still getting over that. But I wanted to come on here and give this podcast because, I don't know, guys. Uh, I don't even know if there's a point talking. I don't. I didn't really think there was really any point in talking about the game on Sunday. Honestly, our, we just can't score points. And our defense is, is all right. Um, but we cannot get points on the board. And even when you look at every single offensive metric out there, we're top 10 in most categories except in scoring points. We're able to create yards. We're able to... It's just turnovers. It's mistakes. It's it's just it doesn't make any sense. Uh, what this this offense just cannot get it done, uh, and it's a it's a huge issue. And I think the Packers have to truly contemplate right now what's left of this season. There's eight more games. You need to win seven of them to make the playoffs. About ninety percent chance that if you. Uh, that you have to have at least 10 games to win and still there might be a tiebreaker. There are realistically eight teams right now who have a record of four and five or, th- or three and six, all fighting for the final playoff spot, that seventh seed. The odds of the Packers winning seven of the next eight games are very low. It's it's basically impossible at this point when you look at this schedule. Um, and then you also t- take into account the fact is, can the Packers win seven of their next eight games and can of those other three and six and four and five teams can neither of them go and win seven of the next eight games as well. So the question is as a fan, do you want to see the Packers win a few more games, go 500 the rest of the season, or would you rather the Packers tank? It's hard to tank with a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers. We saw this when Mike McCarthy got fired. Rodgers obviously can put together a few good games. Um, But even if Rodgers started to play well over the next three weeks, let's say against the Cowboys, the Titans, and the Eagles here, with as many injuries as the Packers now have, with Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, Aaron Jones, David Bakhtiari in and out, Rashawn Gary out for the year, Devondre Campbell does not seem like he's anywhere close to being back with his knee injury. Eric Stokes is out with injury now for a while as well. With all of those players missing, the Packers can try to win the next three games, sure, But I don't think they have the talent to win with as uh, the talent necessary to win these games with as many of these guys missing or recovering from injuries right now. It's realistic to say the Packers will be three and nine three weeks from today because it is Thursday and they play on Thursday night against the Titans. uh, Even if they try to win the next few games, so for the sake of the future of this team, the Packers really need to throw the rest of the season and. I 100% believe that there are going to be a few more games that are hard to lose, but it's essential that we do right now. The Packers are slated to have the eighth overall pick in the NFL draft, but the Packers do play a few teams that could really be super helpful, uh, in ensuring they can move up the draft board. Um, if the Packers lose to both the lions and the bears, that would almost guarantee they would jump both of these teams in the, uh, order of the draft that leaves the Panthers the Cardinals the Texans the Raiders Steelers kind of ahead of the Packers in the NFL draft standings the Raiders the Panthers Steelers they have some winnable games the rest of the year the Cardinals not so much the Texans have to win two more games and that seems unlikely at this point but it's possible if the Packers lose out though and all those teams pick up at least one more win that would give the Packers the number two pick in the NFL draft which is insane that an Aaron Rodgers back-to-back MVP team could be at this point after only losing one major player from last year's team, that being Devonta Adams. It's sad that this season has gone the way it has, but I even have to suck it up and hope the Packers front office can make the decisions necessary because losing the rest of the games this season is in the best interest for the Packers moving forward, which should result in them getting the number two pick in the NFL draft which puts them right in line to draft one of two very, very good quarterbacks in either Bryce Young or CJ Stroud, which would be a no-brainer of a decision, I think. Or the Packers could trade back out of the number two pick in the draft and get a team with multiple first-round picks to trade up with them. I don't think that's the right decision, but it is an option. If there is any chance, though, that the Packers could get the number one pick in the draft, that would be ideal because here's why there are two teams with multiple first round picks next year that also are going to want one of the top two QBs. Okay, there's there's a few QBs being talked about right now. The two guys that look NFL ready for sure. You don't really have that many doubts about are CJ Stroud and Bryce Young. There are some other guys worth talking about, but none of those guys are top five selections, not top two selections of the draft. They're first round flyers. I wouldn't say anything you're ready to build your whole franchise around okay if the packers had the number one pick in the draft which is possible the texans let's uh could lose uh lose or win two more games they would actually and the packers lose out the packers would have the number one pick over them okay uh and so let's say the texans are at pick number two they're a team that is in dire need for a franchise quarterback they're in total rebuild um they've been trying to start this rebuild for a couple years now and the Texans are one of those teams, like the Lions, who have two first-round picks and need a quarterback. If the Texans were at pick number two, the Packers could force the Texans to trade from pick two to pick one in order to draft the QB they desire the most. So the Packers wouldn't have to draft him. So uh, to do that, the Packers might actually be able to get both of the texans first round picks which could give the packers the number two pick in the draft and probably somewhere around the 13th pick in the draft currently which would be huge okay so you move down one spot uh and get an extra first round pick and like number 13 and then uh you get to uh, only, uh, then the Texans get the quarterback they, they want. Maybe the Texans are like, yeah, Bryce Young is the guy. I, I do not want CJ Stroud. I do not be, want to be stuck with CJ Stroud. The Lions are trying to move up to get Bryce Young as well. I, we're not going to let it happen. Boom. Okay. So that allows the Texans to get the quarterback they want. Now the Packers are up again at pick number two. Okay. And yet still the Packers could get a guy like CJ Stroud and probably a bona fide starting quarterback in the NFL. Um, But, or they could trade back again, but this time with the lions. Okay. The lions have shown a willingness to trade within the division. The Packers then would be able to trade back with the lions. So the lions could trade up from somewhere like around pick five or pick seven, somewhere in there. Uh, they're going to be able to, uh, they're going to have a their selection because in this scenario, they now beat the the Packers once and twice and they have a, one of the easiest schedules to end the year of any te- team in the NFL. So I would assume they might even pick up another win in there. And so they're going to be somewhere in that five to seven range uh, for pick selection. And so they'll have to move up and they give up their, let's say, pick five and pick 12 to move up to pick two to get cj shroud so that would leave the packers uh, with three first round picks which started with just one first round pick at pick number one so they would have pick five pick 12 and pick 13 in the nfl draft all because they traded down twice all because they were willing to kind of take this season the rest of the way get the number one pick in the draft and that and just You know, we're not going to break down every single rookie who we're going to select. But here's some examples really quickly about guys who could change this entire franchise for the Packers. We could get the top offensive tackle and Peter Skaronsky out of Northwestern. Never been a better pass-blocking offensive tackle coming in, into the NFL right now. The best receiver in this class, Quentin Johnson out of TCU. 6'4", 215, breaks tackles like Deebo Samuel, but is also a freaking pterodactyl. And finally, another edge rusher, like Andre Carter II, who is a physical specimen, kind of hidden gem over at Army, who is the best Pest, Preston Smith replacement you could ask for. So that's just an, an option of how you could handle the draft if you were to trade down three times uh, or twice to get those three first-round picks. So uh, because if Rodgers does want to keep playing and he doesn't want to be traded, you can't really trade him. You can't cut him. He's owed too much money. He is stuck on this deal, whether you like it or not, okay? Uh, And the fact is, If Rodgers has a good team around him, I think he's totally capable of playing really, really good football again, even if he's not doing that consistently right now, okay? There are, because even if you wanted to trade Aaron Rodgers, he has to want to be traded and a team has to be willing to pick up a ton of money and so, uh, and there's not, very many places to open up cap space on this team right now as well Um, you're going to have to win through the nfl draft if you're going to make this roster more talented okay almost every major contract on this team is a long-term deal with a lot of dead money included because there's a lot of signing bonuses associated with these contracts so that means the packers can't trade a lot of these players in a fiscally responsible way until june 1st for example an aaron Rodgers trade before june 1st will result in the packers taking on a cap hit of 67 million dollars next year but after june 1st the packers could actually save a million dollars same with david bakhtiari before june 1st we would save just six million um after we would save about 17 and a half million. Preston Smith, we would save three million. After June 1st, we'd save almost 11 million. So, financially, it does not make sense to trade most of these players till June 1st. But if you do wait that long, June 1st comes, teams don't want to trade anymore. They already built an entire roster to compete for this season. And even if you get trade capital back in return for one of these guys, you can't use any of it until 2024, which is way too far in the future. And it doesn't really help this rebuild. The Packers are going to not the Packers are not going to have a better roster next year than they do this year. That's just the reality. The Packers went all in in 2022 to win a Super Bowl, and it didn't work whatsoever. So what players should the Packers actually consider training in order to help add draft capital while saving money this offseason? The first player we'll talk about is David Bakhtiari. Now, Bakhtiari has the potential to be a very good left tackle. When he's played this year, he actually has played solid. He's a 78.7 overall PFF grade, a very good pass blocker. Now, we could save, like I said, about $1 million if we trade him uh, to before June 1st so we could get trade cap, draft capital for the 2023 NFL draft. Now, Bakhtiari is not a reliable player by any means. He's only played three games so so far this season because of his nagging three full games so far this season because of his nagging knee injury. The team trading for him would only have to pay him about two million dollars in twenty twenty three, about eighteen mil in twenty twenty four, and about twenty one mil in twenty twenty five. But that's not all guaranteed. The tree the team trading him. Uh, for him could try him out for just one season at just $2 million for not that much of a risk. So the potential here is there's uh, for a trade is, is valid. You would have to see what teams are willing to offer. If you get a big trade deal, like a late first round pick early second round pick, I think it's the best way it's best to trade him away. If the Packers don't, then keep him until June 1st and see if a desperate team is willing to give up a lot for Bakhtiari. Maybe a team like the Titans or the Jets or the Cowboys who wish they had a stronger offensive line um, get desperate because they think they have a chance to win a Super Bowl. And it's okay to trade away a possible star left tackle because two reasons. One is rookie Zach Tom has played fairly well so far this season, I believe is one of our starting offensive tackles moving forward in 2023. The other reason is in our mock draft, we I showed you how we could draft the number one offensive tackle in the draft. He could easily step in from day one, be a quality left tackle as well as a rookie. Player number two, Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones has been the best player for the Packers offense this season and actually probably just the best player in general for the Packers. He's been the fourth best rushing running back in the league this year uh, with an elite 90.3 overall grade as a rusher, according to PFF. And he's obviously a weapon as a receiver as well. Next year, the Packers are in a tough spot with the salary cap. Currently, they just have $4 million in cap room. Aaron Jones is owed $20 million next season. But if we trade him away, that would save the Packers actually $10 million. Now it never makes sense to trade your best players away. But at the running back position, a position that you can get hurt at any time, and it's highly likely that you are hurt at some point. Aaron Jones is aging. He'll be almost 29 years old. A team... um, it makes sense to trade him away. A team that believes they are right there to compete for a Super Bowl in 2023 and need just one more playmaker would probably be willing to trade away a late second round pick for a guy like Aaron Jones the team trading for Aaron Jones would only have to pay him $10 million in 2023 and $8 million in 2024. And a contender might be willing to make a deal for a fairly cheap weapon like Aaron Jones talent, maybe a team like the Dolphins if they missed their Super Bowl this season, or the Eagles or Kansas City. The Packers have to find some money somewhere, and this is about the only major place we can. Player number three is Jordan Love. Jordan Love probably will get a chance to start a few games for the Packers this season, probably showing almost no life whatsoever in just how bad this offense is. Even if Aaron Rodgers retires, wants out, whatever, Jordan Love should still be traded. Now, there's a lot of teams who are going to miss out on one of the top three QBs in this class. Like we talked about earlier, the Texans-Lions will probably get those top two guys. That leaves a lot of other teams desperate for QB like the Raiders, Saints, Colts, Commanders, Jets, all these teams will be searching for a QB, and no, they won't be able to get one in the draft. Jordan Love might be worth a look for these teams who are looking for an option. Now, will Jordan Love be worth much in trade at this point? Probably not unless he finishes the season for the Packers and plays extremely well, but that is unlikely. So Jordan Love, even if he can get you a third pick, round pick only, that would be worth the trade for me. He's just not the guy they hoped he would develop into nothing, no one, not one report says that, uh, he's going to be a good quarterback. Okay. We did hear from Devondre Campbell that he's better than a lot of starting quarterbacks out there. That's a one report I've heard. I know that's recent, but I don't know. I just don't think he's that good. I think Devondre might be saying that because he's secretly upset uh, about how Aaron Rodgers is playing and maybe Aaron Rodgers a leadership at this point. I'm not sure. But, um, I think there's probably a GM out there who would take a chance on him. And also the Packers could save $2 million to trade him away. Uh, player number four, Preston Smith. I never liked the Preston Smith signing. We see now why that is. He had a contract year last season, and he's not playing anywhere close to that level so far this season. He has a 64.2 overall PFF grade. He's been so average, and yet he's getting paid $13 million a year. While Zedarius is making the same amount of money and having a breakout season, now I didn't know the health status of Zedarius at all. I don't know why they made his contract the way they did, but they but had he been able to recover, if they thought he was really the same guy he was prior to the injury, it obviously would have been a, a much better move to extend Zedarius Smith to a new contract instead of Preston. Zedarius has been unstoppable as a pass rusher this season. He has an eighty-seven point three pass rush grade. Literally, the he's literally the pass rush for the vikings this season and keeping that defense alive preston smith did not deserve a contract extension but even if we trade him we only save about three million and is that really worth it i think a better option would be able to hold on to him until the season begins see if your new pass rusher you draft andre carter is the real deal if if andre carter is the real deal when rashawn gary is back healthy after his acl recovery you trade Preston Smith to a contender before the trade deadline in 2023. Every contender is always searching for another addresser prior to the trade deadline and Preston Smith would be an easy option for the Packers to have available at that point. Teams get desperate. Maybe Preston could have a hot start to the year. If he does, we could probably get better assets in return in a trade than we would if it was based off how teams have seen him play this season because he's been very average so far this season if the packers can get a third round pick prior to the draft i would take that deal if they can't i would wait till the regular season and see if there's a desperate team out there looking to add a guy and see if then the packers could get a third round pick in a trade uh, mid-season or right before the season starts player number five is darnell savage now this is a quick one based off how off of how savage has played savage does not deserve a big contract would not net the packers anything meaningful in trade the Packers have already guaranteed his contract next season because of the fifth-year option. The best thing the Packers could do is start running a defense that showcases Savage's best skills. That might happen next off season. and if it does, and Savage looks a lot better than he, um, than he has previously. Um, similar to what we talked about with Preston Smith, he may be a trade asset at the deadline for a third third-round pick if he looks as talented as he may. With the speed Savage has, there's a real chance he could have a breakout season at any point, but there's no consistency in his game. So if a team saw a breakout player midseason and would be willing to give up a second-round pick or a third-round pick, you'd take it right away. Player number six, the final player worth mentioning, obviously, is Aaron Rodgers. Now, we talked about this already, but Aaron Rodgers almost cannot be traded. And if we do, it's not until about June 1st, because that's the case... Um, Because if it's before that, it makes things very, very difficult, okay? Uh, There are teams out there who may think, hey, yeah, I'd love Aaron Rodgers. But those teams cannot be sure if they will be able to get Aaron Rodgers in June, and they have to make all the other decisions prior to June to build that team, including a quarterback, okay? Reminder, he is a dead cap hit of $67 million if we keep him before June 1st after June 1st, that's a whole different story. He's totally movable after June 1st. Now, another thing is his contract is fully guaranteed if he's playing next season. Now, that money has not been paid yet. and There is a chance with the way that contract is structured that a team, if they could get a trade aligned, would... Be able to pay that money and it wouldn't charge the Packers that money on our cap hit. This is a, it's, I'm gonna, I'm looking for more content on this. I'm looking for more experts to be talking about this, but my understanding is that there is a chance based on how they, based off how this contract is set up, that there is a chance the Packers could trade him away, have not paid him his money yet, and the team trading for him. Would have to be the one that paid him that money. Okay. If that is the case, there is a chance that free agency could start. Aaron Rodgers could be traded at that point and he would not count for that money for the Packers or anyone else. And he would simply, we would take a, a much lesser cap hit that would be totally manageable. Okay. Because of all this, though, because of how much money he is owed, because of he didn't play the best this season necessarily, but it maybe the reality is it's probably going to be really tough to trade him. If there's a team ready from a financial position plus has a good team around already, I think the I think yes, there's a chance. Okay, he could be traded. I think the best option would be the Washington Commanders. The Commanders know they need an elite quarterback. It's so hard to find one. Head coach Ron Rivera said that already. That's why they are last in the division. New ownership is about to take over and that deal could be late to be finalized and that new ownership might want to actually sell out some tickets, some jerseys, and I could see them trading for Aaron Rodgers. They will have the cap space. They'll have the draft capital to do so and probably would be okay doing so even after June 1st uh, if that is the case. Ownership sales takes uh, months and months and almost nothing happens during those times because the previous owner doesn't want to pay for anything, uh, while the new owners trying to build a team, but the paperwork hasn't been final finalized kind of, um, and so, uh, there's a chance that they will have a lot of money ready to be, uh, to spend and they would trade for Aaron Rodgers. The Packers could probably get two first round picks in return still, even though he hasn't had his best season and maybe even a notable player in that trade as well. Um, I do think it's kind of unlikely that a team would be based off this really interesting contract situation. How much dead cap it could force the Packers to take on—it's an unlikely option. But if Rodgers is traded away, this is the most likely way it could happen. I believe the most I, the most likely outcome, though, I believe that would happen is the Packers actually don't trade away Aaron Rodgers. Teams, I think. I think the reality is Aaron Rodgers is an elite MVP quarterback who has maybe had a frustrated year. This team is not doing great things around him necessarily. Rodgers has definitely played a huge role in that. We've also seen, though, Rodgers have down years before, okay, multiple times, and he's always come back from them. And I know he's older, Uh, but we thought the same thing then. There's nothing about him. That says he is out of shape. He doesn't have it anymore in him. Uh, He doesn't love the game. Uh, That is not the case at all. Okay, I think Rodgers will want to play next season for sure. There's no way he can end a season like he does this year and just retire, okay? Um, And I think the Packers have a chance a young team, but they have a chance to build a great team. Even if it's young around Aaron Rodgers one more time next season, uh, in even the following season, if the Packers and Rodgers can sit down after they lose the next three games, uh, the front office, Matt, uh, Brian Gutekunst and Aaron Rodgers can sit down. They have a conversation where Rodgers, Hey, I'm as excited for next year as bad as the season is gone. Think about it. Okay. Three weeks from now, the Packers are three and nine after a Thursday night loss to the Titans Defensive coordinator, Joe Barry gets fired. Mike Zimmer, longtime head coach of the Minnesota Vikings who Rodgers thinks so, so highly of as as do I takes over as the DC in 2023. The Packers get a new offensive coordinator in the house as well. Someone who is learning from a guy like maybe Mike McDaniel, who I believe is doing phenomenal work for the dolphins this season. Easily the best offense in the NFL. Um, or an Andy Reed, um, someone learning from him because we need some different ideas in this offense. And those are two guys who are doing it so, so well. Um, and so, uh, Brian Good Matt LaFleur sit down together and say, Hey, here's the deal. Rodgers, we sucked it up this season. Uh, none of us did our job. All three of us, we fell short. Um, but Hey, here's the deal. Um, Even if we win the next five games, we are out of the playoff race. We don't stand a chance. We believe that we should put Jordan Love out there. We should keep you healthy, not put you at risk of some stupid injury. Um, We should also see and let Jordan Love see what he has, prove himself as we try to move on from him this offseason so he can go try to start his career somewhere else. We want to build something for next year and we are going to try to win games. But if we lose out the rest of the season, here's what happens. If we have the number one pick, we can convince the texans to trade up to pick one from two get an extra first round pick then we can convince another team like the lions to trade both their first round picks plus a second to move uh up to um pick two now the packers have some serious trade cap, uh, draft capital to rebuild this roster right now we don't have a ton of spending money i know that but we can figure this out through the draft we're going to draft a true number one receiver and Quentin. Johnson, 6'4, 215, incredible yard after catch, contact and break tackles like no other. Huge frame, which we, we would love to be our number one receiver to pair up with Romeo Dobbs, Christian Watson, Samari Torre, and Omari Rodgers. On the offensive line, we have four starters we can trust Josh Myers, John Runyon, Zach Tom, and David Bakhtari. We need one more, and that is Peter Skronsky, the best pass blocking offensive lineman in the draft. Now, because of some trades, We still have another first round pick and three second round picks. We are going to get a dominant ed rusher who is just super scary to match up with Preston Smith and probably is better than Preston Smith. Once Rashawn Gary is healthy from his ACL recovery and Andre Carter out of army in the second round, we're going to get starting a starting caliber safety to play with Savage. We have a defense that Savage is, uh, better taken advantage of with his skill set. Now we're going to get another twitchy fast, uh, Yak monster in the second round receiver to make sure you have all the weapons you need in case of an injury or one of two of these guys don't develop. And we're going to draft another interior def- defensive lineman to play next to Kenny Clark. We are expecting better continuity between Devondre and Quite Walker in year two. Devontae Wyatt will size up, be ready to be a starter on our defensive line. And we still have a great coverage unit and a great group of pass rushers, especially with Mike Zimmer running this defense now. Rodgers. Has this conversation on a Friday after we lose to the Titans, and he agrees and decides that he is going to sit out the rest of the season. Jordan Love is going to take over. Rodgers is going to focus on getting healthy, supporting this team, so that he is ready and these guys are all good to go for next season when we try to put together a Super Bowl ca- capable roster. Now, if this doesn't work, if it's week seven in 2023, and the Packers are in the same boat they were this season, and then Rodgers can get traded midseason. We've never seen anything like that before, but it's possible. Then we move on. But I think this plan could give the Packers the best roster possible, knowing their financial situation, to win a Super Bowl in 2023. The key, though, is losing every single single one of the games the rest of the year. Matt LaFleur is not going to try to lose, that's for sure. But if this is really the plan, Bakhtiari will probably stop playing. Aaron Jones might stop playing a little bit. Randall Cobb won't be getting any action if he's healthy. Devonta Campbell, Eric Stokes will sit out the rest of the year. And come the final weeks, players like Jair Alexander, Kenny Clark will also sit out as well. This is the right move. I know purposely tanking is not a good look, but if you want to rebuild the best way possible to do that and have a chance to still to win a Super Bowl in 2023, this is the way to do that. If the Packers win a few games here or there the, the rest of this season, they are totally messing up their chances at having the best rebuild you could ask for. Okay. And so the best thing that can happen the rest of the year is the Packers lose every single one of their ga- these games. They'll win the next three games. I think it's fine to try. I think it's totally fine to give their best effort to go out there and try. And if they beat the Cowboys, they beat the Eagles, and then they beat the Titans, I'm excited. I'm pumped. Like, this is awesome. Okay, we have a chance to make the playoffs. Okay, those are three really, really good football teams. But they also could go out, and they could play really, really good football and still lose because these are really talented teams. And if that happens, and it comes to a point where if we're three and 9 the Packers need to have this conversation. They need to have this plan worked out. They need to have a conversation with Aaron Rodgers saying, "Hey, we don't want you to leave. That's not what we want at all. Okay, but here's the best way to give us the best chance possible for next year, and possibly, and also, why put yourself at risk, where you, whether or not you want to play with us next year or not, um, we want you to." And even if you do want to play football next year, I want you to be able to play and I want you to be able to be healthy. And so you playing the rest of this year doesn't matter either. We need to sit you in Rodgers. We need to put Jordan Love in, see what he has in him. And that's going to give us the best chance at losing every single game the rest of the year. So um, that's the best way possible. 2023 season really pretty much starts now. The Packers can try the rest of the, uh, the next three games, but really it, it's going to start now because the likelihood we win enough game, seven of the next eight games is very, very low. Um, I'll come out with a podcast, uh, really soon here. I think tomorrow on, uh, the Packers opportunity, how they could beat the Cowboys on Sunday. I think it's pretty unlikely, but we'll talk about it. Uh, give you guys a quick, uh, preview of sunday's game against the cowboys with mike mccarthy coming back to green bay but for today that is all we have sorry about my voice throughout this podcast just very sick uh, if you have not already make sure to subscribe give me a review so i can hear what you guys think about the podcast and tell your friends about packers now so that they can get all the latest updates on the green and gold because it's always packers this is an app packers now thanks guys